Welcome to the People Leaders Podcast, the audio resource for managers and business leaders creating high-performing teams. Join leadership and team development experts Jen and Michelle Turkelson each week as they explore both subjects from every angle. Through practical tips, valuable insights, and compelling interviews with leadership experts around the world, you'll learn how to bring out the best in your staff and how to give your best as a leader. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Jen. How I'm are ve- you? I'm very, um, very well, but I'm very excited about this podcast. I know we say that about a lot of them. However, this is dear to my heart um, because we have a financial expert on, and this has been an area that I'm putting my hand up that, yeah. that, <laughs> I, that I'm um, excited and challenged by. So I'm really looking forward to um, inviting our financial wellness guest on and I've got some juicy questions haven't we Michelle we've got some juicy questions Vivian so um Vivian is a financial wellness coach who thought you know like what a needed um asset and over the past 10 years Vivian has um accumulated an abundance of financial knowledge in property superannuation and the financial advice industry uh her areas of expertise are life coaching wealth creation budgeting um protection planning debt management investment retirement planning and her mission is to empower people to achieve financial wellness by supporting them to really have a healthy relationship with money and she does that through the coaching and workshops and you know all this great stuff and she's worked with you know um, some of the you know top um, tier companies in Australia um, Melbourne's number one financial advisory firm Verse ANZ Um, so we're just really excited to invite Vivian Go on the podcast. Welcome, Vivian. Welcome. <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Jen. That was uh, that was some intro. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. So as I said before, um, you know, like I'm really interested in this topic, and it's not just me. There are lots of people who are interested in you know their financial well being, and I just love that term. You know, because well being is mental, emotional, physical well being, and um, just reading some of the stats that. Um, you shared is that 49% of Australians say that personal finance is the number one cause of stress in their life. That's amazing. And then the Mm. other stat that I just wanted to share with people is that um, financially stressed employees take an additional 2.5 days off sick leave annually on average. So you can really see the impact that this has on people. so these stats really make a case for what you do, Vivian. Like what situations do you find most of your clients in? Yeah, um, it's, it's, um, it's quite a lot to take in, isn't it? Because um, you, I think a lot of people, um, we find money such a terrible topic and um, we, and, and even if we go into social environments, we always hear how well people are doing, <laughs> but people are not really sharing uh, the truth. <laughs> you know what's the true story what's going on in your everyday lives and um and here are the real stats like 49% of people are really feeling stress about their personal finances and it it it's not our individual fault you know it's it's collectively um even as a system we haven't been brought up in um focusing as on money as a real important piece of education 
Um, so, for example, even for myself, when I graduated from university uh, with a finance degree, um, I had no clue what to do with my personal finances. And I find out the same with clients, regardless if you're a CFO of a company, um, if they work in finance, uh, uh, crazily is that um, uh, AMP did a research uh, on the top five industry finance. People that work in finance is one of the top industry that really stress about money. Wow. So, um, so it really requires us to now challenge our assumptions about, you know, uh, everyone else is doing better or people in finance actually know more. It's, it's now to bring the topic in and, and now ask ourselves the question, like how do you want to relate with money? Um, mm. that's, a, that's really, really important. Yeah. What a great question. How do I want to relate to money? That's right. Uh, And Vivian, it is interesting because we were talking to somebody today about um, stress being such a um, pervasive issue in the workplace at the moment. However, it it, it looks like, you know, one of the, you know, one of the biggest causes for the stress that people are experiencing is their finance. And so if we can share some sort of light on, you know, how to move people um, into a better place, then that's a really um, good service, I think, um, we're doing for for the Australian workforce. And I was just thinking, Vivian, you're really well known for um, helping clients live their um, their best life by working with them and the actual resources that they do have. Could, could you give us an example of that? Yeah, sure. So um, about living the best life. So it's actually a funny thing. A lot of people would um, probably start with, I think clients will come with, um, you know, a set of goals and I want to achieve these goals and this is going to leave, uh, this is um, a part of um, living my best life. But actually if we ask uh, further questions, Um, Living best life have to do more with what they truly value in their life. So the value the person has that money could give um, or provide more of it. So, for example, when clients um, sit down with me, um, first thing is we actually explore their beliefs, any assumptions that are actually blocking their way of um, getting ahead financially. Yeah. Uh, It could be as simple as um, not being able to pay off a credit card debt. For example, a client of mine has always thought that if she pay off a credit card debt, she would not have her um, emergency fund. So she bought into that assumption that a credit card debt is her uh, emergency fund. So she don't want to get rid of it. So when we we kind of explore that, that's a, a false belief. It's not helping her with the situation. So the first thing is to find out if there's any assumptions and all of us do, there's a little bit of bias and some of them don't help us at all, um, is actually getting in of the way. And then the second thing is to then find out what they truly value in life. Because um, uh, sometimes I have clients coming going, um, I want to buy a house. You know, uh, that's my goal. But when we ask about what they truly value in their lifestyle, it's, it's actually freedom. Um, it's actually, you know, going overseas to visit your family that's overseas, um, you know, twice a year, for example, like things they truly value, family. Um, and, and it has nothing to do with buying a home in an area they don't want to live. You know, it's, it's just, a, again, a, a built-in assumption. So 
uh, that is what I do. That's the core. So once that's that's really clear and out of the way, um, then I help clients coach them to make really good informed financial decisions with unbiased information. Mm. Gosh, you, you must hear a lot of aha moments, or must <laughs> when pe- when you yeah. actually dig a little bit deeper and challenge people's assumptions. Uh, that. And do you find that? Do, do, do people get surprised by their answers once you do unpack everything? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, in the first session itself, um, it's already transformative because um, in my first session, it's crazy because um, you might think of financial wellness coach, you know, I get clients getting all their statements ready and it's like, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm going to show, <laughs> I, I'm going to share with her like, you know, my budget, my yeah. superannuation. And actually in the first session, um, I'm like, let's just put all of that aside. We will use that eventually. Let's just explore. And we just explore um, your, your beliefs and assumptions and um, a lot of huge aha moments, a lot of emotional moments as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So oh, it's, how it's powerful. That's yeah. Fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I suppose, you know, like seeing it from another perspective, like seeing your finances from another perspective, because that's what a coach does, doesn't it? Challenges assumptions and gets you to, um, you know, view things from a different perspective. Um, so, one of the questions that I wanted to ask you that just came up now is can you share an example of? someone that you've actually turned their financial life around, you know, by working through a process? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So usually the, the biggest um, changes happened, uh, happens with clients that um, are unable to even meet financial security. So just to protect uh, a client's identity, let's just name her Jenny. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, I have a client, Jenny, came to me for uh, two years, you know, unable to pay off a credit card debt. Whenever she gets to pay it off, uh, it comes back, it lingers around. Um, you know, earning good income, decent income, um, a good human being, have really good values, enjoy spending time with friends, but um, just continuously feel like they're trading water on, on this, the same um, financial situation. And, you know, she, she had goals of um, saving for uh, a house, buying a block of land so that she can build her own house. But that just seems so far away. And that goal is putting more stress on her because mm. <laughs> every single time she thinks about the goal, is, um, it, it just feels so far away. So uh, when we initially sat down, you know, um, I think the first thing for, for, for anyone is the determination to want to change. Um, and 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 ready to seek help and do things differently, and that's what she did. And most of the clients that come to me do the same thing. They 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 are ready for change. So we sat down. Um, we explore her values, um, and then set goals that are aligned with values. So that's really important because you know uh, I shared with you before. You know, clients sometimes say they want to buy a house, but it doesn't align with your values. But for her, it was spot on. It was close to her family. Um, she loves her pets. She wants a, a big area uh, that she can, you know, um, uh, live in with, with, with her pets and 
close to wineries, like things she really loved. Like, so everything was really uh, aligned with what she want, um, wanted. And she wanted, um, uh, usually clients that come to me initially, control over their finances. Yeah. So um, what I do is once we have all those um, uh, with her, once we have those values and goals set up, and then I'll provide them with a structure to get their budget in place. Because um, budgeting, I think a lot of people, um, uh, they're, they're, it's, it's, a, it's a tricky one because budgeting most of the time brings a lot of negative emotions for, for clients. Mm. Yeah. Because they and really have to look at things, don't they? Like you really have to, you know, you can't avoid it when, when you're, you know, setting a budget. You actually have to... So yeah. Admit that oh, well, I am spending all this money on dinner <laughs> or whatever it is. Yeah. So initially it is like that. Um, but if you think about it, what budgeting really, really is, it's a, a, what I call is a simple money flow. It's a awareness of how much is coming in and how much is going out. And, and that's it. That's what budgeting is. Bringing awareness to that, regardless of whether, you know, uh, putting aside the self-judgment, just being aware of that. Um, and then from there, if you have clear values and goals, like for, for herself, we set up a structure to, to help her to be able to make decisions uh, based on here and now. So what I mean by that is uh, a lot of people, when they look at budgeting, um, there's three main pitfalls usually. One is they look at it too short term. Um, so they look at it on a weekly basis. Uh, that's too short because if you have a bill like a big rego or something that's coming through, uh, that's going to you know pull you back again um, in the same spot. So looking at in a long term, a year, it's really important. She did that. So with the budgeting system, uh, that was good. Uh, second thing is a lot of people have a budgeting system that uh, actually look in the past, only look at what happened in the past. So. Uh, the, the simple money flow um, plan that I have is um, incorporating the past, but also helping clients to have a separate bucket that's going to help them to make decisions based on here and now. So they have like a, a fund and splurge fund that's replenished on a weekly basis. That's going to help them to make decisions here and now instead of, uh, should I spend on this? Uh, not really. Oh no, I overspent, and that was last week. Like, it it just built, yeah, you know, builds up so much shame, guilt. Um, so it's really important that you know you have a um, budgeting system that's building awareness, not just on the past, but here and now. Um, that's very very important. Yes, Love that. That's so practical. That's I know. But, but actually doing it with someone, you know, and yeah. it, you, you can sit down and do a budget. However, when you do with someone, there's a little bit of an accountability process with that. So, you know, I love that idea. Yeah. Yep. Um, so could you share with us like an inside tip for our listeners so that, um, you know, that they can understand their finances a little bit better? Or what could they do to understand their finances? So are you talking about yeah. um, people who have got money, Michelle? Yeah. A yeah. little bit of extra money, yeah. What okay. can they do? Okay. So, yeah, uh, that's, that's a great question. So, like, for, for Jenny, for example, you know, once you get to a point, I think just a budgeting tip that I, I gave before, um, that's uh, if you follow, follow those few steps, you'll find yourself eventually saving more than before. 
you, you start mm-hmm. to build up some funds. Um, and uh, now nowadays, there's so many different options for uh, growing your money. And one of the things that I think a lot of people are not aware of, if you have a few thousand saved up, you might think if you want to start investing, uh, you know, either you don't have enough knowledge or you need more than just, you know, a, a few thousand in your bank account. But there is um, something called uh, a robo-advice, which is a new technology. It's not that new, okay? It's been around for <laughs> uh, four years in Australia, for close to five years and a decade in, in America. But what it does is um, it's basically a digitally enhanced um, investment uh, solution. So it's an online, so uh, something that you can do online, and it's like an advisor that is um, helping you to develop a portfolio based on um, you, the questions you've answered about your personal circumstances, your budget, your how how uh, your experience with investments, and they will use an algorithm to populate a portfolio that's low cost. Um, um, tail it to you and uh, and it will help you to achieve your goal um, and they will educate you along the way as well so uh, that's Ooh, that's really yeah and so can we so can we um, have a li- we'll set up a link in our show notes so people can actually go to that site and um, inquire is that what they would do then Vivian yeah, so what you can do is, because robo-advice firms, there's a, a more than a dozen in Australia at the moment. Right. So okay. um, robo-advice, it's, it's like the term for bank and then you have the big four banks and other banks. So robo-advice is an investment, um, online investment. Uh, it's a name for an online investment advisor mm-hmm. and there's about 12 of them. So if you type in robo-advice Australia, um, you find that companies like Stockspot, uh, number one, they, they were the first one in Australia, um, Six Park, um, Quiet Growth, for example. Quiet Growth is the company that allows you to invest um, anything less than 10000 for free. So if, yeah, if you, you, know, yeah, you, you want to start um, yeah. investing. I've got less than 10000 Yeah. Yeah. So there is a, a, a minimum, but if you have a couple of thousand um, and you have your basic finances, like budgeting, all that sorted out, you're clear about your goals, mm. uh, that's the next step um, mm. that you could actually look at. Wonderful. So what, what are the three highest value habits? Because we're all about habits here, you know, like being high value actions, high value habits that anyone can start doing that will really help their financial well-being. What would you say they would be, Vivian? Yeah. Um, first thing is um, figure out what you can control and what you can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's really, really in, in, important every time you... Um, look at your finances just um, realize what you can control what you can't and uh, what you know and you don't know so from there then you can figure out like um, your your next step and next step and next step so um, it's incredibly important because one of the things is uh, it's is easy when something uh, we don't know about and we just go oh yeah it's it's too hard or uh, that person um, 
you know, to put the blame on something else, I think it's really important to take back that control. So develop a habit of figuring out what is in your control and, and what's not and what you can do about it. That's the number one. Um, yeah. A second thing is, I think I mentioned it before, assumption. Mm. Um, it's really challenging your assumptions. Like, you know, um, I think one of the things that you could do is uh, really effective. I've done this in the past for myself for uh, not just my finances, but for my personal life too, is to actually journal or write down any thoughts or emotions you have about money and see if there's actually a pattern. Oh, I think so, that's that's a fantastic um, tip because we we love the the idea of journaling as well. It, um, that reflective exercise can really give you some insight into what's going on inside <laughs> when you get it out on yeah. paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if if you know if you start uh, <laughs> after a week, you you'll see really strong patterns usually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, things simple things like you know, oh, it's too hot. <laughs> It's too hard. If you find a pattern, what you do is you, you kind of question, do I know this is true? Is, mm. is this really true? Can I be absolutely 100% this is true? Um, actually, I'm not sure. Okay, find out. Find out what is the first step you need to know um, uh, to, to know if this is true. So um, just that self is really, really powerful. And I do that with clients all the time. Mm. Ditto. <laughs> That's wonderful. Great, great so, question. Yeah, so the habits are um, be clear about what you can control and what you can't control. And we usually say things like control the controllables, yeah? Um, mm. The second is check or challenge your assumptions. And the third is start a money journal. journal. So just check your beliefs and what you actually think and feel about money. I think they're fantastic um, oh, habits that habits. people can start yeah. to, to work on. Yeah. And and one thing as well, Jen and Michelle, the reason why I mentioned all these three is um, also because it's not um, um, based on a recent research by uh, one of the professors that is a pioneer in financial well-being um, research. So she's been doing it for decades. Um, in one of her research in 2017 is that um, they were trying to figure out um, what are the components that actually determine a person's financial well-being? And financial knowledge was a really uh, has a really small positive correlation to a person's financial well-being. Now that's really important because a lot of us thought if we know more, mm -hmm. um, you know, we would be financially well. No, that's not the case. Um, and the craziest thing, like even financial numeracy, they found that there was a negative correlation. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, to, to, in particularly into credit management, which is managing debt. Um, so, but the largest component that has a direct effect on uh, the financial well-being of the person is the um, social economic environment. Mm. Yeah, so... Um, we we all grow up in different environments and we build up different beliefs based on you know our parents, um, the the suburb we grow in, the for our friends that we hang out. So um, same thing with money. So we build assumptions along the way from people around us, and a lot of times we forget to question them. 
I love yeah. that. So, so the yeah. biggest impact is your social economic, social economic environment. environment. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Could, I'm putting you on the spot, but can you remember who the um, researcher was, the professor? Who... Yeah, Professor uh, Kamsen and her team. So um, if you type in Professor Kamsen in um, financial well-being, she'll, she'll pop up. Wonderful. Yeah. Oh, that's and, nice. and it's a woman, oh. even better. Yes, yes. <laughs> so Vivian, what yeah. are you working on at the moment? Yeah, lots. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> yeah, lots at the moment. Um, so at this stage, um, so because I've been doing so much one-on-one work for a, a long time, so now I'm collating um, all of that information to, to really, um, you know, put put the message out there, put, um, provide help to more people. So I'm also now working on uh, with, corporates or small businesses on a financial wellness program so basically it's a program that you can roll out in your company um, where you'll get uh, support on uh, lunch and learn workshops and also one-on-one coaching if your employees wanted to help them to improve their financial well-being and I think that's such an important component because as an employer as well like um, if you can say, you know, uh, if you come and work with us, um, one of the things that we would support you and eventually maybe in the future guarantee all employees mm-hmm. is that they yeah. have some specific level of financial well-being. So um, for, for I've developed a, uh, a measurement or assessment of three stages of financial well-being. So um, there's financial security, financial independence, and financial contribution. So if you think about the, the, the stages itself, it's quite similar to Maslow hierarchy of needs. Yeah. Yep. Because that's how humans being are. Once we get the, the foundations of security, which includes, you know, uh, no high interest debt, being able to um, uh, save, uh, live comfortably with you know the paycheck you're 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 having. Uh, have an emergency plan if anything happens. You don't have to worry uh, you know about it. Like that in itself that forms financial security. And if employees can guarantee, if you come work with us, we want to make sure that you at least achieve financial security. Now that's a that's a something pretty special. I yeah, think. what a value. Oh, I, exactly. I, I worked for Lendlease many, many years ago and yeah. they had a financial services department set up because there was a profit sharing scheme and yes. uh, everybody had access to a financial planner, but it was an in-house financial planner. So um, there were no fees that, you know, were given to banks and, and it was such a value add and, and the mm. reputation of Lendlease was extraordinary because of that. And I was just thinking if that's the number one, one cause of stress for a lot of people then what a great sort of you know giving back that the organization is providing to its employees it's um yeah. so many boxes Vivian. so, right. so h- how can these organizations find you Vivian yeah. they've been knocking on your door girl <laughs> yeah yeah so they can find me um on my website you can visit my website uh simplewealthcoaching.com.au um, and I, I'm guessing this podcast would have a link 
um, yep, to my absolutely. website as well. Yep, yep. Yeah, so and you can get in touch via um, email as well, Vivian at simplewealthcoaching.com.au. But look, I'm super friendly. I'm, you know, just give me a call. I, I think uh, <laughs> we all sometimes choose to just shoot an email. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, if, if you really want to get in touch, I would say you're yeah, just give me a call. Um, I am in, uh, <laughs> I am in in UK at the moment. So, uh, but I'll be back. So, uh, but yeah, get in touch with me, really. Um, I'm, I'm happy to have a chat. Well, you've made such a, you know, compelling oh. case for it. Um, I think this has just been a wonderful interview. The biggest takeaway for me is this bringing awareness to the flow of money coming in and coming out. And mm. just saying it that way as opposed to budgeting <laughs> doesn't <laughs> make it scary. So I've taken yeah, There's that, no that judgment. One. I love yes. it. I love yeah. it. That's my biggest takeaway. How and, about you, and, Oh, My biggest takeaway was, you know, let's start with your values. Let's start at the very beginning start at the foundation as opposed to because that's how I imagine you know you bring in all your bank statements and your spreadsheets <laughs> and that sort of thing and, yeah. and it just feels like such a natural way to evolve that process um, so I think that's wonderful you know? yeah. so so wrapping up Vivian is there anything else that you would like to share with our listeners before we we wrap this segment up um anything else uh there's so much so mm -hmm. at the, <laughs> uh, but i think I, i've shared enough and if, if you know anyone really wants to get in touch um yeah uh shoot me an email give me a call um i'll, I'll be more than happy to help because i'm not i'm not only working on the corporate side as well i do one-on-one -on -one, um from from referrals and and that's actually where most of the business usually comes from it's like yeah. someone experiencing yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. going through the process and and go um actually you should see Vivian too like they, they'll go out and, and talk <laughs> yeah. to their friends yeah. um but yeah uh yeah that's uh, great in touch yeah that's great thank you Vivian we really oh, thanks, appreciate Vivian. it and we've yeah. learned so much haven't we Michelle oh, that was yeah. really good thank you okay yeah. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the People Leaders Podcast. For show notes and other resources, please visit us at peopleleaderspodcast.com. While you're there, you can subscribe for future episodes so you can continue your own leadership journey. And please be sure to share this and other episodes with your friends and colleagues. The People Leaders Podcast is brought to you by the Experts On Air Podcast Network.